Hey, thanks so much for being here. This is My City Church, and this is our podcast. We hope you are inspired to love God, love people, and lead in life. Enjoy the message. Thank you so much for listening today, and we want to give a special thank you to those that give so generously to My City Church. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you would like to give today, please hit the link in the description or go to our website at mycitychurch.cc forward slash give. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, please hit the subscribe button and share it on all of your social media. We love you so much. We'll see you next week. God bless.
22, we'll start, I'll give a little bit of context. Deuteronomy really is God's law. He's, he's giving his law to the Israelites. The, he's giving his people all of really our, our do's and don'ts or how you should live. And he says this in verse 22. It says, set apart the tithe of all the yield of your seed that is brought in yearly from the field. Really, he's saying that there should be a portion of what you earn that is given back to the house. There should be a part of your first fruits, the, the, the beginning of what you've earned, should be given back to God. But we don't just, well, I don't want to just stop in Deuteronomy because that, uh, that's a little closer to us. But, but tithing and, and specifically generosity and giving is actually a principle that has anchors in the first guy that we hear about in the Bible. That's Abraham. And we see him in, Gen- in Genesis chapter 14. It says, And King Melchizedek of Salem brought out bread and wine. He was priest of God Most High. He blessed him and said, Blessed, may, blessed be Abram by God Most High, maker of heaven and earth. And blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And Abram, or Abraham, gave him one-tenth of everything. See, this principle of generosity, this principle of giving, is actually something that has been uh, laced or uh, set in stone from the beginning of the Bible. They didn't see Abraham, and it goes on, Isaac and Jacob did not need a law from God, a written law from God to understand that it's good to give back to God's house. That when we give back to God's house, God blesses us as well. See, this is, a, this is a principle that doesn't necessarily need a written rule for you to follow. And the foundation that I really want to lay here today is that giving in the house is actually a privilege. And it's an invitation to worship God. And it's a special kind of worship. It's called referential worship. See, referential worship is worshiping in reference to. See, giving, giving especially of our finances, has nothing to do with I give so then I receive. I give. It, it wasn't blessed. Abraham, Abraham wasn't blessed because he gave. He gave and then he was blessed. And that's what referential worship is. It's God, I've seen you do so much. I've seen you be so faithful. God, you, you loved me. You've given, shown me so much grace and mercy. So I have to give. It's my only acceptable worship. I'm going to give in reference to, and if you gave me nothing else, I'm still going to give back to your house. That's referential worship. But, but honestly, we start talking about money, and I can feel it. I can see it on your guys' faces. It's like we're sitting down at Thanksgiving, and the super Republican uncle just sat down at the table, the one who wears, like, the uh, tinfoil cap, and then he starts talking about his latest conspiracy theories, and you don't know what to do, and you just feel all awkward. We'll call him, we'll call him Dylan for now. It's my little brother. It's gonna, I, I see it in 20 years. Dylan's going to sit down at Thanksgiving dinner. He's going to start talking, did you, did you hear about that thing that happened? And then London's going to look at him and go, Dad, no. Like, I don't know, man. Just, just not. Um, no, but, but it's, it's that money. Money makes you feel a little awkward. So we're going to jump into a couple camps that honestly I find that most Christians fall into in church when it comes to generosity, when it comes to finances, when it comes to giving. 
And this first camp that we find uh, Christians in is the name it, claim it camp. See, this camp actually looks really good from the outside. But it's when you start walking through the lines of the tent and looking at the details that things start to look a little off. See, the name and claim it camp is just like anything else with the world. It has hints of biblical principles. It's actually built on moral or biblical values. It's built on biblical references, but it's actually twisted and then used for self-gain. See, the name and claim it camp is no different than the the good vibes only people, or karma. See, the world understands karma, and this is what they claim it is. I'm going to put out so that I receive back. It's it's the people who walk around, you know, good vibes only. I'm just sending good vibes into the universe, hoping that the universe is going to send good vibes back to me. I've found that the good vibes only people are usually the people that walk around with the worst vibes. Like, they're the ones that are just like, I don't want to talk to that person. And they're like, I don't want your negativity around me anyways. It's like, whoa, that, I didn't know what you're talking about. You have negative vibes. Why do you want only good vibes to come back? See, with this name and claim it crowd, it's the same way. It's, I, I'm going I'm to put into, I'm going to speak to my future, and I'm going to watch it speak back. This name and claim it crowd uh, goes, I may have a 2005 Honda Accord that has 300,000 miles on it, but God, this thing is never going to die. And I know you to be a father who gives good gifts to your children, so I need a Rolls Royce. Not just a normal one, but I want the doors to open up like wings. God, I know you're faithful. And I'm suffering with you in this Honda Accord. It's the name they claim it, people. I saw a TikTok the other day, and I was dying laughing. I saw a TikTok the other day. It was this pastor. He said, I want you all to put your hand on your head, and we're going to speak to the baldness. Repeat after me. Say, hair, grow. What? The camera panned to some black lady with beautiful hair, and she's like, I don't know if I want any more hair to grow on this head. But then I saw some white guy with just the baldest head stand up. He's like, you say it, pastor. Hair, grow. Name it, name it, claim it, people. See, it, as stupid as some of those analogies is, are, is, nice language, as stupid as some of those analogies are, the reality is I think the name it, claim it camp has set up tents in most of our hearts. It may not be as ridiculous as saying hair grow prayers or praying for a brand new Rolls Royce and asking God to come through on it, but it sounds a whole lot like using Luke 6.38 that says, Give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For the measure you give will be the measure you give back. It's looking at a verse like this and going, oh, God, I'm giving to you, knowing that you're going to give back to me. Sounds really great, right? But then when we actually look at the context of this scripture, Jesus is talking about forgiveness, not money. So it's taking certain isolated pieces of scripture to manipulate their worldview into the text. You know what this sounds like, honestly, is just a self-entrusted investment. This is no different thought processes than a 401k or stocks. See, God, I'm investing into the kingdom of God, hoping that you will return on my investment with the things that I want. 
may not be praying for a brand new car, um, but if you um, but if you are giving in hopes of getting a return on the other side, you are pitching a tent and then man it, claim it, camp. And it's super easy actually to get out of this camp. It's super easy to break through this because all we have to do is shift our perspective. See, giving is actually an expression of gratitude for grace received. And we have to remember that once we were dead in our trespasses and sins, but now we are alive in Christ. We have to remember where God pulled us out of. We have to remember what we've been through. We have to remember where God found us so that we can rightfully put our worship back on who Jesus Christ is and and give him our full worship, our full acceptable gift of worship back, which is in my lips, which is in my actions, and which is in my finances as well. Amen? The the second camp here is the more violent of the two. Uh, Really, this one I see take more victims um, than the first, and this one's goal is to leave no survivors. The second camp is the camp of lack. And see, what I've found is that lack is a mindset that is rooted in a spirit. But this spirit is not clever. It speaks in the same tones that the enemy did in the garden. See, this this spirit is after one thing and one thing only, control. It wants to control your whole life. It wants to tell you what to believe for and how to believe for it. It wants to tell you what to expect in life. It wants to control your movements. It wants to control your belief system. Um, And this spirit is the spirit of mammon or the spirit of money. And see, the spirit of mammon understands that if it wants to control you, it has to start with your finances. Because where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And this spirit starts to speak to you and say things along the lines of, you don't have enough to give. You, how are you going to pay for conference? City girls in the room, you can't pay for retreat. This, this, this spirit is saying, you already give division builders and you already pay your tithe. You give what is owed. Why buy a gift for stuff for Christ? The Spirit tells you that you're living paycheck to paycheck and you have no reason to give to the house. See, the Spirit of Mammon wants to bind your faith with the chains of lack. And see, lack infiltrates every area of your, of your life like a, um, like a horrible disease. It starts with your finances and then it creeps its way into your health. Then all of a sudden it has control over your family. And once it has control over your family, it reaches for your faith. And once it grabs onto your faith, you're now bound. Bound by the chains of lack. And lack knows that it can control you as long as it keeps your eyes off of of your God and on yourself. Because when it keeps when it keeps its eye, when, it, when you keep your eyes on yourself and off of God, what you're what you're focusing on is you getting to be enough, you striving to be enough, you reaching to be this person of God that He wants you to be, without understanding that you are nothing in yourself, but with Christ you have the possibility of everything. 
And it gets you to forget the Word of God. It, for, it gets you to forget scriptures like Matthew 6, 25 and 26. It gets you to forget scriptures like Psalm 50, verse 10. It gets you to for, forget scriptures like 2 Corinthians 9, verse 10 and 11. Search those, look those out, find those in your heart, and hide those in your heart. Because the spirit of lack, the spirit of mammon, wants to control you. It wants to control you. It wants to get your eyes off of the Word of God and your eyes on yourself. See, I found that it's, it's quite easy actually to break the bond of the chains of lack. It's quite easy to, to break off of this, break off this spirit of mammon that controls your life. And it's done by one simple word, generosity. Generosity has nothing to do with the church needing your money and everything to do with you living in the freedom that God's called you to. The church does not need your finances this morning. God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. God doesn't need you and Kim to, to buy this building, buy this church or building. God will make a way for it. But there's freedom for you on the other side of your generosity. See, a person who's going out, I was sitting in uh, uh, we were sitting in City Girl Light Howe in July. And this was, honestly, I transitioned into being full-time with the church. And I told them this morning that I was going to leave them. And I did not know if they were going to transition to this one. And there were, honestly, as a pastor, there were a couple months where tithing was not something that we did. And it's not that I, it's not that I actively ignored the tithe. It was that I, I, we were trying to make ends meet so, so hard that I forgot about it. And God reminded me, reminded me, in that moment, I said, girl, like that. This is, this is what you want to do with your finances, God, so you can have generous thoughts. And so I texted my wife that night and said, hey, I've heard that you were talking with me, but you were talking right now. Hey, I'm going to give the word of God to the uh, showwoman center because I refuse to allow money to tell me what I can and can't do. The only person that can tell me what I can and can't do is God. And God tells me that I can give and he will make a way says that he takes care of the birds of the air and he clothes the fields of the earth. How much more do I see to take care of me? So you know what? If that means that I'm going to give today, then I'm going to give today. And I feel the spirit of mammon telling me that I shouldn't. So I'm going to put down an extra zero just to shut it up. Because I believe that my God is bigger than the numbers that are in my bank account. And I know that my freedom is what's tied to this. Not the church's uh, prosperity, my freedom. Control. So you are called to live in the 
Thank you so much for listening today. And we want to give a special thank you to those that give so generously to My City Church. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you would like to give today, please hit the link in the description or go to our website at mycitychurch.cc forward slash give. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, please hit the subscribe button and share it on all of your social media. We love you so much. We'll see you next week. God bless.